Welcome to the sermon podcast of Northridge Presbyterian Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm Betsy Sweetenberg, the pastor here, and I hope that in this podcast, you see what we seek to do week after week, approaching the stories of our faith with a holy curiosity, not shutting the book because the stories are hard or there are truths we'd rather ignore. Instead, approaching scripture, trusting that God will meet us there, full of grace and truth, teaching us something new about how we are to live in this world God so loves. Friends and fellow disciples, today our scripture reading is all about doubting Thomas and Jesus' resurrection appearances to the disciples. I don't know about y'all, but I feel like this scripture passage has been used to historically justify what being a faithful disciple means without taking into account the background and context in which this experience happened. And so we get the oversimplified message of do not follow Thomas's example of discipleship and doubt. Instead, follow the example of the other disciples. Don't question, just believe. But to me, this message seems to lack depth and perspective. And Thomas automatically gets discredited and doubt is portrayed as a negative emotion. So, after spending some time with this passage, I would like to give a different interpretation of Doubting Thomas today. An interpretation that explores the relationship between doubt, faith, and humanity. An interpretation that focuses on how one can be curious, questioning, questioning, and doubting all at the same time. An interpretation that illustrates the human aspect of faith and doubt. An interpretation that portrays Thomas, who is someone who is learning and growing in his faith and discipleship with God in his own unique way. An interpretation that includes Thomas instead of othering or ostracizing him. So as you listen to today's scripture, I encourage you to think of someone who is in this scripture passage. Where are you today in this passage? And be open to what God is teaching you today. But first, let's pray. Pour out your Holy Spirit, O God, and prepare our hearts to accept your word and what you have to say to each of us today. Silence in us any voice but your own, that hearing we may also obey your will. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, Amen. And now a reading from John chapter 20, verses 19 to 31. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors were locked where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side, Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas one of the twelve, 
was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Then Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen, and yet they have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may continue to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. The word of the Lord. One night, I dreamed a dream. As I was walking along the beach with my Lord, across the dark sky flashed scenes from my life. For each scene, I noticed two sets of footprints in the sand, one belonging to me and one to my Lord. After the last scene of my life flashed before me, I looked back at the footprints in the sand. I noticed that at many times along the path of my life, especially at my lowest and saddest times, there was only one set of footprints. This really troubled me, and so I asked the Lord about it. Lord, you said once I decided to follow you, you'd walk with me all the way. But I noticed that during my saddest and most troublesome times of my life, there was only one set of footprints. I don't understand why, when you would need me the most, you would leave me. The Lord replied, My precious child, I love you and I will never leave you, never ever during your times of trial and suffering. When you saw only one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. This famous Footprints in the Sand poem speaks about the reality of what it means to have faith in God even when times are tough. It is not always shiny, glamorous, or easy. Sometimes it's rough, gritty, and hard. The Lord replied, My precious child, I love you and I will never leave you never ever during your times of trial and suffering. When you only saw one set of footprints, it was then that I carried you. Friends, God does not abandon us when we doubt, just like God did not abandon Thomas when he doubted. God carried Thomas during his times of doubt, and God carries us during our times of doubt, whether we are aware of it or not. The good news is that God is with us all the time. When we have doubt, when we have faith, when we're somewhere in between. God is with us all the time, 
and God supports us through all of our experiences as we figure it out. Times of joy and celebration, and also times of suffering and grief. Times of curiosity and wonder, and times of apathy and disbelief. Knowing this allows us both to doubt and question, because we know no matter what, we will always be God's beloved children. And we know that God loves us no matter what, and will care for us no matter what. And God hears us and sees us and accepts us for who we are right now. In fact, God is so invested in us that God chooses to be with us all the time. And this deepens our faith and our relationship with God. God is with us all the time. And so everything we experience, God experiences too, even our times of doubt. One of the things that I have learned from this scripture passage is that doubts, they're not always bad. In fact, having doubts can lead to growth and a deeper and more authentic faith because doubts lead to questioning things and learning new things. And I believe that this was Thomas's experience. The other disciples told Thomas that Jesus had visited them when Thomas was absent. And Thomas immediately doubts and questions the other disciples' testimony. He just doesn't believe them, and he doesn't hear what they're saying at face value. Instead, this causes him to wrestle with his own faith in perception and relationship with God and Jesus. And so a week later, Jesus came back to help and support Thomas. Jesus came back and made a special appearance just for Thomas. And this seems to be just what Thomas needed because the text tells us that Thomas immediately confesses his faith. Jesus came back and carried Thomas during his time of struggle and doubt. Jesus came back and actively helped Thomas and answer his questions and reassure his doubts. <coughs> Jesus comes back and carries Thomas and then doubts and questions Thomas because Jesus is both fully human and fully divine. In fact, both Thomas and Jesus play active roles and mirror each other's actions. They both doubt and question each other, which then leads to a deeper and more authentic relationship because they're being genuine, real, and honest with each other. They're trying to understand each other and meet the other person where they are at that moment. They're trying to understand the other person's perspectives and resulting actions. So in this instance, doubting and questioning leads to deeper levels of trust, loyalty, and wonder. And so as we learn more about the relationship between doubt and faith in humanity through this encounter with Jesus and Thomas, by learning more about Thomas, we can learn how one can be curious, questioning, doubting, and faithful, all at the same time. We are taught that Thomas is just like each of us. Thomas is someone who is learning and growing in his own unique way with Jesus' help and support. The truth is that sometimes we are all questioning and doubting and faithful disciples all at the same time, all wrapped up. The truth is that at times we are all exactly like Thomas, even if we deny it, and that is okay. 
because God does not expect us to be perfect disciples. God wants us to be human disciples. Human disciples who doubt and question because doubting and questioning is what part of being human means. Human disciples who have dynamic and changing faith because we are still figuring it out and we need all the help we can get. Human disciples who are still growing and learning and therefore deepening our faith and relationship with God. And human disciples who are loved and supported by God, no matter what. Being the language nerd I am, I translated the Greek words pistos and apistos in this passage. Belief and doubt. Both of these adjectives in verse 27 are directed at Thomas and at the same time describe Thomas. Jesus commands Thomas not to doubt, but instead to believe. Jesus is actively helping Thomas transition from doubting to believing. In fact, the Greek word apistos, doubt, is the same Greek word as pistos, belief. The only difference between the two words is the prefix a, which can be translated as not. Other than that, they have the same root, which I found fascinating. And so these translation discoveries illustrate the further fluidity and flexibility between belief and doubt. They are in a reciprocal causal relationship with each other. You can't have one without the other. They build each other up and support each other, and they give us insight into what doubting and believing at the same time looks like. And so, a doubting human disciple just like Thomas, who's not afraid to question things because he just didn't get it and he had doubts and faith. A human disciple who is honest and vulnerable and not afraid to speak in his mind even though he was the only one with a different perspective and opinion. A human disciple who actively and intentionally took charge of his own faith journey and relationship with God and as a result deepened that relationship and learned and grew in new and different ways that he would not have if he didn't question or doubt. So friends, I think this is what Thomas teaches us about being a human disciple who doubts and questions and believes and has faith all at the same time looks like. So as human disciples, just like Thomas, let us continue to navigate the dance between doubt and faith with God's help and support. Let us continue to make footprints in the sand with God. Let us continue to grow and deepen our faith and relationship with God. And let us continue to doubt and ask questions and grow and learn. And during our times of suffering and hardship, remember that God will carry us. The author of Shaken Faith says, I don't think we can fully experience God without wrestling with our faith. The people who are grounded in their faith are the ones who are much more open to questioning. I don't think God is worried about losing our faith as we ask questions, as long as we ask those questions to God. So I have two questions for y'all. What doubts and questions do you have to bring to God right now? And what aspects of your faith do you need to wrestle with 
so you can fully experience God today. Amen. Go out into God's world in peace. Have courage. Hold on to what is good. Return to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the suffering. Honor all persons. Love and serve the Lord, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. And as you go, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the power of the Spirit bless you and keep you this day and always, always. Amen.